welcome to the oh, hey podcast, the free agency edition. Uh, free agency frenzy is among us. The 49ers lead, did lose two key contributors over the last five years, uh, but they did add a cornerback. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday night going into Tuesday. So by the time you heard this, uh, some other stuff probably has happened to the 49ers. But as always, I'm here with my guy, Leo. Leo, what's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, just MLB free agency, NFL free agency, Steph, Clay, and Draymond back on the court together for the first time in, seems, what, three years? Um, so a lot. A lot's going on, to be quite frank. But as a sports fan, I love it. This is These are the moments I thrive for, especially free agency. Uh, can't stop refreshing the phone. Um, my work probably hates hearing me say that. But, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of distraction, but it's good distraction. Uh, th- these are the fun times. It's it's kind of like Christmas uh, in terms to NFL fans. This year, this time of year is Christmas. Just hopefully the 49ers get enough presents to make us happy. And um, so far, like you said, we've lost two players, but we added a key one as well. So we're not completely with, with Cole in our stocking. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, baseball is back. Um, the Yankees had some action uh, two nights ago. Um, so by the time we're hearing this, it should be three nights ago. I'm not certain how I feel about Gary Sanchez in Minnesota, but I think we'll be okay. Uh, but it's not a Yankees podcast or a Giants podcast. But uh, the Niners did lose DJ Jones and Lakin Tomlinson today, but they did add Chavarius, Chavarius Ward, formerly of the Chiefs, the cornerback. Um, first, DJ and Lakin, I can say confidently that those two were guys that I expected to be on different teams this year. I think we saw those two guys play themselves out of the 49ers price range. Um, For what the 49ers got out of those two guys over the last five years has been outstanding. They got enough production out of them. But at at some point, uh, I think John Lynch said it best at the Combine, they're going to have to start working the compensatory pick program, letting some of their good players go, using the compensatory picks to refill the roster and... Keep developing the young talent that they have. With Lakin gone, you have to turn to an Aaron Banks. With DJ gone, now you turn to Javon Kinlaw. And hopefully, Banks can step up and Kinlaw can remain healthy. Yeah, it's that's why you invest in these guys. And and with Banks, hopefully he step up. We don't know much about him. But what we do know is that he is going to feel comfortable back in his old position that he played at Notre Dame the year before. So rather than doing the whole trial run in the NFL at right guard, he just fit in where he's comfortable at left guard. He is a little bit of that bigger body. And let's be honest, it's not like Lincoln was quite the thinnest uh, bodies in the world. So I, I do see this, the size being a little more comparable with with Aaron Banks and Lincoln compared to Aaron Banks and Daniel Brunskill on, on the right side, for example. And then with Javon Kinlaw, the biggest thing about him is just putting a season together like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say 17 is the number. 17 amount of games for for Javon Kinlaw. It give me 14. Give me 14 with Javon Kinlaw, and that's a win. 13 held. Even 13 games is a win. Um, after a year that he came off the uh, year last year in 2021, and, and the whole with with Javon Kinlaw. I'm not just saying you know pulling injuries out of nowhere. Like that was kind of the thing with his draft stock. What was the whole knee? And that came into fruition since he's been a 49er. Uh, so hopefully that's healthy. 
Um, and this this team is this team has built depth around those positions because when you look with the 49ers, okay, is Jalen Moore now is he is he able to go back to guard? Um, because I I think I've been saying I think he's a better guard in the NFL than he would be a tackle. So that's going to be interesting there. And then you have Maurice Hurst, who's going to come back for the 49ers as well this coming year. Maurice Hurst is someone that should have been a first round pick at Michigan, had health concerns, um, not necessarily physical concerns, but health concerns that dropped his draft stock to where he fell in the draft. And last year with the 49ers, it was kind of a trial run. So now hopefully we're able to see maybe more of Maurice Hurst. But if Javon Kinlaw is balling out, then Maurice Hurst isn't, isn't a topic of discussion at that point. But like you said, for the 49ers have built themselves this. They they piled up the yellow brick road because they knew this was going to be the landing spot. And kudos to DJ Jones and, and Lincoln Tomlinson because they played themselves into contracts. It's not like they hit free agency and got a Christian Kirk type deal. Like, no, these two guys earned it. And it's completely respectable coming from where they were. DJ Jones, a day three pick, and Lincoln Tomlinson just getting shipped off for a day three pick as well to the 49ers because they thought he was done in Detroit. So kudos to these guys putting it together. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to those guys. DJ Jones. Um, well, I want to start with Lincoln Tomlinson, but with DJ Jones, his family will be missed because they have been outstanding. So anyone who knows them, they do run a barbecue business uh, just because DJ's not on the team. Just support that family. They do have a really good barbecue business, barbecue sauces and stuff like that for sale. Um, Big Dave's All-American Barbecue. Make sure you check that out. Um, but when it comes to Lakin, the 49ers traded a fifth-round pick for Thomason in 2017, right? They got over 6,200 snaps from Lakin. Over 6,200 snaps. Um, and it's going to probably get them a fourth-round, probably a fifth-round compensatory pick out of it. So... You sense a fifth, you got 6,200 snaps, and you might get a fourth compensatory pick five years later. That's a win. That is a win, ladies and gentlemen. Now, would I prefer to have the player? Yes, but also this team was set up for a roster churn. They were going to eventually have to start turning over this roster, getting younger, getting cheaper, because you still have some large contracts on this team. Trent Williams, George Kittle, Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa are going to get paid. And if you're just doing the numbers, most teams carry six to seven guys that are making $15 million or more a year. Right now, the Niners are on that, right at that borderline, right at that delta, at that six with Debo and, and Bosa. So we'll see how this goes. But Lakin Tomlinson goes to the Jets, three-year, $41.2 million deal, $27 million guaranteed. He priced himself out of the Niners market. And the Niners were smart to not pay him Thirteen and a half or fourteen million dollars, whatever the average annual was for Lakin on that, um, it is best to go cheap, cheaper and younger in that in that respect. Um, and hopefully, Aaron Banks is the guy they thought he was coming into coming out of the draft. But also, you, I go back to what Kyle Shanahan said: we drafted these guys in twenty one. Although although we gave them crap about it, right? This was their plan. They drafted guys with the idea for the following year, 2022, right, with Aaron Banks. They knew they had Lakin in the tuck. They probably weren't going to be able to pay him because they didn't get an extension done last year. They didn't get one done the year before that in the offseason. The writing was on the wall. So if they spent most of this season getting Aaron Banks prepped, 
helping him lose some weight because you saw towards the end of the year he was active. He had a uniform on. So it means they probably were prepared to play him if they had to. So this Aaron Banks thing is probably going to work out well. I have a lot of faith in putting Aaron Banks back at left guard next to the best left tackle in football. Sandwich in between one of the better centers of all time in football. Now, is he the same Alex Mack from five, six years ago? No. But he's what's, what's still there is his mental, and he can help teach Aaron Banks and then be next to uh, Trent Williams. I think with Lincoln, you're obviously going to miss what he gives you. Uh, he he, You could pencil him in and knew that position was going to be fine game in and game, game out. Um, was he the best pass blocker? No. At times he got beat. Um, but was he someone that you had to worry about going into games? Absolutely not. And that's something you're going to have to go ahead and find now um, with this team. And if Aaron Banks is going to be one of those guys as well, I, I, this is not a signing or I guess a non-signing that upsets me. Seeing Lincoln go does not upset me because I think you and I have been talking on this podcast that, Hey, I'm hearing Lincoln's not in the budget. So this was kind of a move we were mentally prepared for. That's why our reactions aren't like, Oh my God, they're missing link. No, this is, we've been mentally prepared for Lincoln to go. Uh, so we'll go ahead and, and the, the biggest thing with Lincoln is going to be in the run game where they're going to go ahead and miss Lincoln um, because he was great for this scheme. That doesn't mean Aaron Banks can't be equally as great. Is he a little bit less athletic than Lincoln? Yeah, sure. But if Jalen Moore is the guy who wins the job at a camp, Jalen Moore might be a little more athletic than Lincoln as well. If you want to go ahead and entertain that route. Although I, I do believe it's Aaron Banks's job. I think he'll go ahead and win it. I'm just saying an alternate scenario. And then with Lincoln as well, it's he was your your best pass blocking guard. Like I said, he wasn't the best pass blocker. He he got got at times, but he was literally you you have Trent Williams, Alex Mack, and then Lincoln. Anytime you lose your third best out of five guys, that's always gonna hurt. Uh but the Niners are prepared for this. And it's just going to be interesting moving forward. Do they go ahead and decide to add a veteran Um, with Aaron Banks there? There is some guys out there. I'm not sure if there's anyone that's going to be deemed affordable for the 49ers, considering this is maybe a backup role. Um, So that's going to be very interesting. Maybe a Will Hernandez, maybe, you know, Will Hernandez is still kind of young. He, he is somewhat athletic. He's a big body. And he's someone that could possibly provide competition for Aaron Banks or maybe even the Daniel Brunskill because we don't know what's going on at right guard yet. So maybe going with the veteran that way, if he doesn't win the job, cool. It was a buy low option in free agency anyways. So that's what I'm going to be interested in to see what's going on um, at the guard position. Uh, but it's not, it's not a total meltdown. It's not a freak out. I think a freak out would have been last year, Trent Williams. Trent Williams with Kansas City, we would have been freaking out. Um, Although Lincoln is a Pro Bowl player this year, he's not Trent Williams. And that's the reason why the Ford essentially didn't pay him because they forked up the money for Charvarius Ward. So if Lincoln was one of those guys, they would have found the way to work. Um, Although that is based off of position need 
as well. But we've seen Kyle Shanahan throwing guys like Daniel Brunskill and do completely fine at at the guard position. And you know, we'll we'll see what we'll see. Uh, happy for Lincoln, but with Lincoln, he's uh, he was the third most guy or the second most guy on the team in pressures. It was Daniel Brunskill and then Lincoln. Yeah, you can make the case. Maybe it would have been McGlinchey if he was healthy all season long. But the numbers tell me otherwise. It, it was, as far as the guys who were there all year, Lincoln was, it was Trent Williams, Alex Mack, Lincoln, and then Daniel Brunskill. But the margin from Lincoln to Brunskill and, and is a lot larger than the margin from Lincoln to Alex Mack. So uh, take that for what you will. They'll definitely miss him. But this isn't one that, you know, makes me scream from a rooftop. I feel like I scream more from a rooftop from DJ Jones than I do with Lincoln. Yeah, the DJ Jones one hurt. Uh, Lincoln, I, I'm not going to um, say I won't miss the guy because I thought he was an outstanding player. I thought he, for a guard and what the Niners had gotten for him, I think that's kind of how I view a lot of this stuff based on what they spent to acquire him. And the performance they got let me, back let me out of it. Let me ask you this. Great. What do you think about Will Hernandez? What do you think about that? I love Hernandez coming out of college, but he's been in New York for all those years. Could the Niners save York, his career? New York. <laughs> Could the Niners save his career the way the Niners salvaged right. Lakin's career? Right? Right. Do they play him at right guard, though, because he's been playing primarily at left in New York? So it it's not it's not as easy just to shift like that. Um, exactly. It's not That's why I said maybe a competition role. Um, maybe you know. Yeah, I wouldn't we'll mind see. it. Don't get me wrong, I would not mind it. Um, but with Lakin, um, he's going to a familiar offense in in New York. He's going to go protect Zach Wilson. He's got Mackay back to him next to him as long as Beckton is healthy. Uh, the Jets have created a nice offensive line there for Zach Wilson. Um, I think Robert Sala is building a nice team over there. It's going to take a few more years to get them into position and hopefully Zach Wilson becomes something for, for Robert Sala. I'm rooting for Robert and hopefully that team can get their stuff together. Uh, but Lakin is a, you know, a good first step in what they're trying to build over there in New York. So congratulations to Lakin on his three year, $41.2 million deal, $27 million guaranteed. I will never crap on a guy for getting the bag. You got the bag, you earned it. You turned your career around while also helping the Niners get to a Super Bowl and a second NFC Championship game. So thank you, Lakin, as you head out to New York. The one that hurt is DJ Jones because I feel like I have a personal relationship with Big uh, with Dave. Right? I spoke to I spoke spoken to Dave several times. Right? He's given me free barbecue sauce. He's helped me. He's taught me how to make a brisket. Um, he's asked me a few things about doing stuff down here in Texas with his with DJ's foundation. Um, so. You know, that one's tough. And then with DJ Jones, the player, right, he's he's arguably, you know, a top 10 nose tackle in the NFL for a six-round pick. He was selected in the sixth round, right? He was graded out as the top run defender in, in, in the NFL last year. He proved he could stay healthy. He was vital for the 49ers all the time. He had those, what, huge force fumble against Seattle, although we lost the game. Uh, this year, but he was everywhere in that game. He's had some monster games. He had the the the, uh, the special teams, the special uh, teams tackle against, against the Rams. Yeah, exactly, like he's he's done a lot of the, a lot of these great things for the Niners in 2019 when they needed a big play 
on defense. He gave it to him. The sack against Russell Wilson on Monday Night Football. The forced fumble against the Saints in New Orleans and that in that barn burner that, that was there. So he's he's come up big in some big spots. I truly believe if he was healthy in 2019 to finish the season, the Niners win the Super Bowl. He would have been a huge factor in that Super Bowl. But that's just me. Um I'm not I'm not against that either. It's it was one of those injuries. It was obviously chasing down Russell Wilson there where I believe it was a groin at the time and it was kind of weird because they brought back what's his name uh that was there the year prior uh Earl Mitchell they brought back Earl Mitchell and it was weird because Mitchell was wearing the 93 DJ Jones was supposed to be wearing in the Super Bowl yet Earl Mitchell gave up no production compared to DJ Jones that was probably the more frustrating part than him wearing DJ's number but looking back at this year i I I have some Broncos people and DJ Jones is not is not a household name unfortunately it's he's not a household name especially for the product you get and I've had my Broncos people hit me up like hey this guy's getting a pretty good contract is he any good yes yes DJ Jones is freaking good last year uh this is according to PFF he had the best run stop percentage than any interior defensive lineman in the NFL that run stop percentage was at a 13.1%. And that was on 20 games. You see other guys in there that with that per, uh, percentage, that's still not close. It's about 3% off, but they're playing 15 games, 17 games, which is three less, 16 games. So you're going you're gonna to have that consistent production from DJ Jones in and game out. The reason why I say he for 20 games, more games than else. It's because if if you had a high percentage and say you played 10 games, maybe five of it was good, five of it was average. Um, DJ Jones ain't that case. He was an elite run stopper every single game. But besides that point, when he's in pass, when he's trying to rush the quarterback, what have we seen him do in his career? Chase down Russell Wilson, chase down freaking Kyler Murray. I can't even do that. And I'm sub 250. Six feet. I was 13th in the state of California in track. And I'm still, you know, shout out Leo back in uh, 2011, that was. Um, and I still would not chase down Kyler Murray. I still would. DJ, like, the dude's an athletic freak for his size. Um, so that's what they're going to miss with DJ Jones is being that athletic freak. They have replaced in place, yes. But I feel like those are bigger question marks than what it is at the guard position for Lincoln. DJ, uh, excuse me, Javon Kinlaw staying healthy for for 14 games. I feel like that's a bigger question mark than Aaron is Aaron Banks serviceable. I feel like that's a bigger question mark. Uh, Maurice Hurst staying healthy for 14 games. Notice I'm not saying 17 for 14 games. I feel like that's a bigger question mark then is Aaron Banks serviceable. Um, they also do have other guys like Kevin Givens. He, he's flashed when he's in, but is he a DJ Jones? We'll see. We'll see. And so I, I do believe they have bodies there, um, but it's, it's definitely going to be a big miss because of the athletic version of DJ Jones, where it's not just a run stopper. This guy, he's a big boy, over 300 pounds, but he can get skinny when you need him to get skinny. 
he could chase down quarterbacks when you need him to chase down quarterbacks. I I saw that. Uh, who was it? Robert Sala said that he reminded him of Al Woods. Yeah, maybe an a, a athletic version of Al Woods. That was back in Seattle, obviously, when they had their run with Sherman and the rest of those guys there. Before, this is weird, when Russell Wilson was a Seahawk, um, it's kind of weird to get out now since he's not anymore. Um, but the, the dude was the best run stopper in the NFL. He's getting paid $10 million. There's no way the 49ers are matching that when when – I said, you have a Javon Kinlaw, you have a Maurice Hurst. Javon Kinlaw is a first-round pick. There's no reason you should pay DJ Jones $10 million per year if you spent the 14th overall pick on Javon Kinlaw. There's no way you should do that. So I understand the business aspect of it. Um, But besides Kinlaw, you have Hurst, you have Givens. There's bodies there. There's bodies there. You just hope that it can do... 80% 80% of DJ Jones. If you could get 80% of production of DJ Jones, um, you probably won't even be thinking about him by week 10. Same thing with Lincoln. If if Aaron Banks could be 80% of Lincoln, we're not having the whole Lincoln discussion come week 10. Um, obviously, I'm not going to say 100 because Lincoln and DJ were both special players. Saying a hundred is just going to be you know, ignorant of their talent, so I'm going to leave it at eighty. If you get eighty percent uh, to match what those guys are going to be missing out on the field, the 49ers will be fine. Uh, you want to build in and build out. These are going to be two guys that are on the inside of the line that you're going to miss. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um... So DJ Jones goes to Denver, three-year, $30 million contract, $20 million of it guaranteed. So congratulations to him and his family, uh, his new his new wife, um, and I believe they are now expecting as well. So congratulations to him and his family. Get the bag, DJ. Uh, I appreciate everything you've done here. Um, so two guys that are fan favorites, I think, uh, are gone, but I will most certainly be tuning into Jets games and Denver games to making sure those guys are, you know, keeping their same level of play elsewhere. Now, two losses. Niners do have an addition. Charvarius Ward, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, cornerback. Um, the Niners needed a corner, right? And I'm not sold on Ambry Thomas. I'm not sold on Diamond Lenore. So to me, this is an upgrade to what the current the 49ers currently have on the roster, right? If this means Ambry Thomas and, and Ward are our CB1 and CB2 going forward, I am all for it. Now, can the Niners go and add another corner? Absolutely, I think they should. I think they need to add another depth piece. I think they should try to find a cheaper veteran signing, like a Desmond King or a uh, maybe a Casey Hayward comes cheap. Those type of type guys uh, make a ton of sense for the 49ers. But Charvarius Ward, 26, which is a big thing here. Going back to the point about Lakin and DJ, now I know those guys are still relatively young but in, in life, but for football they're not. Uh, they're not very young. Uh, but if you are going to look at the 49ers cornerback position, Charvarius Ward, 25 years old. Emmanuel Mosley, 25 years old. Ambry Thomas and Diamond Lenore are both 22. They're staying young. They're staying relatively cheap because Emmanuel Mosley's on a team-friendly contract. Charvarius Moore got himself a nice deal. Um, but to me, this is an upgrade, and I'm not against it. I feel this is 
a positive step for the 49ers going forward. They just needed, you know, if this is Madden, and let's just say Ambry Thomas is a 70, and Ward is a 78, you've upgraded significantly, right? And that's kind of how I view this this signing. Um, it makes a lot of sense for the Niners. Good run defender, fairly does a really good job in pass, um, in the pass game. I want to say it's 29 pass breakups in the last couple of years. Uh, two interceptions last year. Um, played fairly well. As of December 5th, uh, next-gen stats ranked um, Javarius Ward in coverage. Completed percentage allowed, 40%, first in the NFL. Expected completion percentage, 46.6, first in the NFL. Yards per target, 4.6, that's third in the NFL. Pass rating allowed, 52.5, third in the NFL. And tight window rate, 46.7, first in the NFL. So he does his job fairly well in man-to-man coverage. Um, I like this signing, and this is an upgrade. And for Niners fans, it may not be the Gilmore or the J.C. Jacksons or you know whoever else you may have wanted, but this is a smart signing. And this is something I've been leaning on to last couple of weeks, that the Niners were not going to probably make a big splash, but a frugal splash, and this is one of them. Let's freaking go. That's how I feel about this signing. Charvarius Moore is someone I've always looked at Kansas City because they play a lot of big games. So, frankly, I see Kansas City quite often. And Charvarius Moore, he stood out to me. Uh, is he J.C. Jackson? No. Is he Stephon Gilmore? No. Is he a solid top-half starter? Um, you know, say what, top-half would be 16 considering there's 32 teams? I would say yeah. He's top 16 corner in the league for sure. And I don't think anyone could debate that he's not. So the 49ers got, a, a, if you're top 16, you're quarterback one. They got that now with Charvarius Moore. And you spoke about man coverage. Charvarius Moore, he's been on an island quite frequently uh, in Kansas City. If you watch those games, you'll see like the dude is not afraid to be on an island. He actually has confidence when he's out there on an island. And why is that important? Man coverage. So opponents complete. This is from my sports um, on Twitter. Opponents completed 38% of their passes when targeting Charvarius Ward in man coverage. 38 freaking percent. That's huge. Uh, So it was 18 completions on 46 targets, which was second best in the NFL last year. Second best corner against man coverage in the NFL, considering he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. What are those other teams are going to be doing? They're going to be passing the ball because they're trying to get back in the game because Mahomes is putting up points. This guy is tested. Um, that's what I like about this. Is Ward is tested. He He's coming from a Kansas City team that's been in the AFC Championship ever since he's entered the league. He's been in two Super Bowls. He's not scared of the big stage. He's been in it four straight years. He's experienced. The 49ers, we could talk about getting a Richard Sherman. A lot of the talk this year was Stephon Gilmore because Richard Sherman believed Gilmore was going to be a Niner or a Seahawk. Those are older guys. Past their prime. Charvarius Ward has four straight years of solid experience on a team that where the expectations are freaking Super Bowl or bust. That's the expectation, expectations of the teams he was on. 
and now he's going to the 49ers, where you hope it's those same expectations year in, year out. Javi and I will be talking about it, for sure. It's This guy has been playing at a high level. Um, and when you look at, you, you said, you said Ambry Thomas being a 70, if this was Madden, Charveris Ward being 78, it's an upgrade. Well, I, I threw out Charverius numbers against man coverage, or I should say in man coverage. Hav, do you know what Ambry Thomas's numbers are in man coverage? Probably bad. Nine completions on 10 targets. It's 90% completion rate compared to Ward's sub-40 on a higher clip of targets and three touchdowns by Ambry Thomas. But on a team to where you're going to lose talent, which they already have, Lincoln Tomlinson, DJ Jones, you need to get better at certain positions that you are lacking. And one of those positions that were they were lacking was cornerback depth. What happens to E-Man if he misses four games? What is it, Ambry and who at corner? And who? Josh Norman? Drake Kirkpatrick? Brian Allen? What happens then? What happens if Ambry's your starter and he misses four games? Then who is it? E-Man and who? Same question. This is this is what the Charvarius Ward signing does for you. Matt Mayoko has spoke about this. You feel a lot better as a team when Ambry Thomas is your cornerback three and not your cornerback two. And that's not a jab at Ambry. That's just the depth you need in the NFL. You feel a lot better. Especially at corner. I mean, I, I think I think we, we agree here. I think all 49ers fans can agree that we don't want to see Josh Norman back out there. We don't want to see Drake Kirkpatrick back out there. Right, embrace this signing. I think this is a good signing. This is a good signing. I think this is smart depth play. I think the 49ers have done a really smart job uh, on how they've done done the roster construction. Um, just dig, you know, while we're doing the pod, I was just going through some stuff. I just typed it out here on Twitter. You know, for all the fans that are like, the Rams can sign everybody. The Rams can sign everyone. Yeah, kind of, because they have a different formula for their roster construction. So I was going through their roster. Um. Seven players on the Rams roster are making fifteen million dollars or more per year. Three players are making eight eight to eight nine point five million dollars per year. And then uh forty one players are making three million dollars or less. Whereas the Niners, they've got a little bit more balance to their roster, right? They have their top end guys. They're guys that we all know about that are middle class, you know, contracts. And of course your debt pieces, right? Three players making over fifteen million dollars for the Niners. Four players making between ten and twelve million dollars for the Niners, six players making five to eight million dollars per year, and then forty players making four and a half million dollars or less. So essentially, the Rams have gotten rid of their middle class, and the Niners have not. So it's just two ways to to skin a cat, right? For all the fans out there, oh, why can't the Niners do this or why don't they sign that? It's just the way they build their roster, right? There's just two ways to skin a cat here. Um, now, adding Charvarius, you know, he's going to put him in that that 10 to 12 range once all the contract details come out. Um, so they're going to keep these middle this middle class, and I think that's a smart way to build out a roster because you can only carry so many guys that are making $15 million per year, right? We're probably going to see a Jimmy Ward extension here in a couple of days. We'll probably see either one of Kittle or Armstead restructure. I would just say one of the two. And then I would probably expect an Ibukum extension, right? to lower that cap number 
to keep their balance on this roster. Um, the Niners know what they're doing, right? Do I agree with some of their decisions all the time? Absolutely not, because I'm a fan. But this signing of Traverius Ward is a really good one, and it's going to pay dividends um, when you need it, right? The Niners couldn't cover Cooper Cup. The Niners had a hard time with Odell Beckham. The Niners had a hard time with a bunch of wide receivers this year. Charvarius and E-Man give you stability at the cornerback spot. Right now, go get a safety because, again, like I said all year, I don't trust Ufanga, but we'll get to that. Hopefully they sign a safety uh, tomorrow or going throughout this free agency process. But um, it's a good day for the 49ers. Sad to see Lakin go. Sad to see DJ go. But welcome, Charvarius Ward. If you're listening, Open invitation to the pod anytime. Um, with this Traverius Ward signing tonight, or while, you, while you're hearing this, last night, um, it to me, you got to think the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, trade is in the works or nearly completed. There is no way that you go ahead and sign this player without having that Jimmy Garoppolo thing pretty much set up and ready to go. So... We should probably see Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow. Any guesses on where he goes, Leo, before we get out of here? Indy. Um, Indy, obviously, we're looking at the whole Deshaun Watson thing where it's since the Saints were involved um, with Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, per reports, now the Saints are involved in uh, Deshaun Watson. Panthers are involved in, in Deshaun Watson. I don't believe that really affects the Jimmy Garoppolo's market. And even though Deshaun's going now to the Browns, he's going to go visit the Browns. I don't think that affects Jimmy Garoppolo's market because the Browns aren't going to go take, say, Jimmy Garoppolo over Baker Mayfield. Um, so it's Indy. It's got to be Indy. The Colts, or excuse me, the Texans are not trading Deshaun Watson to the Colts. Um, so it's it's in Indy's the guy. The guys left at the altar. They moved on from Carson Wentz, who had a 27 touchdown, seven interception season. They're not. They're not going Eason at quarterback. They they talked about you know some other things, um, whether it was the draft, whether it was Gardner Minshew, but it's it's Jimmy Garoppolo. It it makes too much sense not to happen. You have to force Buckner in the locker room. Obviously, I don't blame the Colts for doing their due diligence, seeing if Derek Carr is available. What do we trust Marcus Mariota? Uh, do we tr- trust Mitch Trubisky? Like I don't blame them for doing their due diligence because it's never easy giving up those assets for, for a quarterback and plus paying his contract. Uh, but it, it's gotta be Indy makes too much sense at this point. And like you said, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon because you're not going to say, Hey, Charvarius, we're giving you $40 million um, without knowing what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo, because that's gotta be wrapped up by Wednesday. Uh, you come around on Wednesday, you make that a, the handshake agreement with Charvarius and Jimmy doesn't get done. And you're like, Hey, Charvarius, sorry. We don't have the money to sign you. Um, like you, you just look like a S show franchise at that point. So uh, obviously these guys like John Lynch, Brog, Kyle Shanahan, they're more professional than that. So I, I think once Charvarius signing hit, we all knew it. it Jimmy Garoppolo is gone within 24 hours. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to be indie. Um, I just don't, it's the Saints don't make any sense. Carolina, I don't want that for Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just me being, you know, the human side of it. I don't want him to go to Carolina. That just seems like a big mess over there. Uh, New Orleans would make sense for him. Uh, but New Orleans and um, Indianapolis would probably be the two. 
But Indianapolis probably makes the most sense, and hopefully John Lynch takes whatever the hell uh, the Colts offer him at this point. Just take what you can and go. Anything right now is found money when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo and the trade market. Um, but we'll be back. We'll probably be back. To, I'll probably be back with Rob tomorrow at some point um, with some of the breaking news stuff that comes up. But uh, everyone stay safe out there. There's going to be a lot more action coming with the free agency period. So hopefully the Niners can get some more things done. As always, I'm Javi. Follow me on Twitter at JavierVeg underscore. Follow my guy Leo here at LeoLuna93, Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you're following everything at Niners Nation Podcast. Uh, make sure your notifications are on. It's going to be a busy day tomorrow and on Wednesday. Uh, but until then, everyone stay safe. Go Niners. Peace. Peace.